ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day on Wisconsin On Demand is brought to you by Canopy Wealth Management, helping you achieve your financial goals with confidence. Canopy Wealth Management. Care. Competence. Clarity. It's not just a tagline. It's a promise. Go to canopy-wealth.com to get started today. Grab a red shirt. Flash your W's. It's Game Day Wisconsin. David Gilroy from the three. 2019. Of the season as the Badgers head to Columbus, Ohio to take on the third nationally ranked Ohio State Buckeyes. We're with you for the next two hours across ESPN Wisconsin, 94.5 ESPN in Milwaukee, 100.5 ESPN in Madison as we get ready for this one. And I know uh, I'm Alex Strope with you, by the way. I'm always what we call a pessimistic patty on this program. (laughs) So we brought in a whole bunch of optimists. Colin Russo with me per usual. Colin, happy Saturday. Happy Saturday. I'm excited for this game. Uh, I know you are. Well, you keep calling it something. You have a nice ring to this one. Uh, the Graham Mertz Legacy Game. Yeah. That's the one I'm going to roll with until game time. I like it. I like it a lot. Also alongside two former Badgers, we start on the defensive side of the ball. A guy that wants to hit me like I'm a quarterback, given our uh, relationship this right week. In the argue. Right in the chin. <laughs> right in the chin. <laughs> Chris Orr with us. Chris, uh, happy to have you on a pregame show. I know oh, you yeah. usually have uh, responsibilities for home games. First road game of the season, mm-hmm. so thanks for being here. No problem. Uh, Bucky by? A billion. Bucky by a billion. The Badgers are going to roll. The cheese is going to be flowing. The cheese. going to punch him right in the chin, man. I'm excited. <laughs> Chris fired up. And now a guy that uh, wants to kick it right in the chin. The great punter, NFL punter, Badger legend, Brad Nortman with us as always. Brad, welcome back. I know you were on vacation last week, as was I. We missed a really good game last week. That's right. We missed a really good one last week. A big win. A big win, 66-7. to But all attention now turns to Ohio State. Uh, the shoe, one of the uh, hardest environments, I would say, to play in in all of college sports. I would say, if it was my vote, I would say it's the hardest stadium to play in in the Big Ten. Yeah, you know, you go into it, and it is... It's tall. You walk into it, and there, there are not many stadiums where you've got to crank your neck up to look at the top deck, and it is tall. That student section oh, yeah. right there in, oh, the, yeah. in the end zone, yeah. right where you walk out. Chris, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, for the sure. locker rooms are right there. It's a long walk to the field, and the students are after you. So yeah. it, is, it is one of those stadiums. It's hard to win in for a reason, but, hey. I think tonight might be the night. There we go. We're going to get Brad off. We're going to get Brad off. I've already got goosebumps. We're not not getting strobe. We're going to be be by himself. (laughs) (laughs) He's by himself. 
Uh, I'm feeling good, man. Uh, yeah, you I'm are. I'm feeling good, man. Yeah. Badgers going to roll. It's a, it's a big stadium. So what makes you so optimistic, Chris? Because you, you filled in on Rutledge mm-hmm. and Hamilton this week, which you can hear 2-4 to four on 100.5 ESPN of Madison. You're feeling really good about the Badgers' chances today, oh, yeah. which surprises me. Obviously, you're a little biased, right? You're, you're, no, you're not, at all. not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Didn't play a single snap for the Badgers. No <laughs> bias here. But you're feeling really good. Why is that? What plays into you being so confident the Badgers can go to the shoe and win today? I don't think this is the same Buckeye team. Like, I don't think this is the same Ohio State team. I mean, everybody's going to – you don't want to get caught up in a battle of playing ghosts. Braxton Miller isn't out there. Ezekiel Elliott isn't out there. They don't have a home run hitter in the backfield. Uh, they have a good quarterback, but he hasn't been touched all year. Like, we're going to touch you. We have one of the best pass rushers in Nick Herbig and Keanu Benton. He's going to get hit today, and he's going to throw us a gift. And then on the offensive side of the ball, like – Man, they've been so used to having a supreme, dominant edge rusher, and they don't have that presence this year. Their best defensive lineman is a defensive tackle, and it's hard to get sacks from the inside. So I'm feeling great, man. I don't think they face the back like Braylon. I think Braylon's going to take this game personal to show that he's the best back in the Big Ten. So I think he's got a lot on his shoulders, as well as Graham, man. Graham Mertz legacy game. Legacy game. got a nice ring to it. it. I love it. I love it. it. All right, Colin, I want to throw this idea to you right now. If we win, if the Badgers win tonight, I want, A, I want you on State Street for our postgame show. Okay. I'm going to give you a microphone. I'm going to send you down to State Street. You're going to party down there with all the fans. Number two, uh, I know our manager is here. We it's printed off that say Graham Mertz legacy game, Badgers over Ohio State. Yeah. Yeah. Look at the t-shirts made tonight. Right there and the I scoreboard. want you out on State Street handing those puppies out. You know oh, what I'm absolutely. saying? You can hear the crowd here at headquarters getting ready. They love the Graham Mertz legacy game t-shirts, and they want Colin Russo on State Street. We're going to be mass producing them. We're going to have thousands printed. We're going to have them handed out all over State Street. Graham Mertz legacy game. We're going to have his, his stat line right there, completions, attempts, the yard, <laughs> touchdown to interceptions. It's like a baseball card. It's going to be the whole thing right there. It's going to be a big picture of Graham Mertz. It's us in the shoe, oh, winning yeah. the game with a box score right there. Graham Mertz legacy game happening tonight. All right, I'll, I'll hit up our graphic designer. Uh, Brad, give me, a, give me on a scale from one to ten your confidence today. I would have to say it's a six and a half. Six and a half. It's not, that's, that's pretty good. You thought good. about this. That's pretty good. I did. I did. I'm going <laughs> to give you specific numbers. I'm not going to round it. I'm going to give you a six and a half. And here's why. I'm looking at it, and I agree with Chris. I don't think this is the same Ohio State team that we're used to in the past that is truly playoff college football caliber and I think Wisconsin strangely matches up well against them yep. it is strength versus strength and weakness versus weakness strength versus strength if, if we can if we can distribute the ball with Graham Mertz Graham Mertz legacy game their defensive, yeah. their defensive backfield yeah. is not that great it's a weakness of the team now granted their front seven is very good against our sure very is. good running game so it's an interesting combination of mm. their strength and our strength our weakness and their weakness and it's going to be who can elevate and I, I actually like Wisconsin also not not many teams walk into the horseshoe and give Ohio State a punch in the face. Yep. Okay, and Wisconsin is one of those teams that can do it. They're heavy yeah. hitters. They're strong. They're physical. Yeah, and I like that matchup. Just need like a David Gilraith moment, right? That's right. Oh, Opening yeah. kickoff, take it to the house, punch them in the mouth early, see how they respond. Yep. I, would, I mean, that would be. Uh, an ideal scenario. Uh, this is ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. We're live from headquarters in Oregon. We are brewed by Coors Light, presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Coors Light is the best beer in the world. I know it's going to be flowing here at headquarters. Uh, cold lagered, cold filtered, cold packaged. And the mountains are blue. You know what to do. And that is Crush A Coors Light 2022 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. All right. So I'm just going to lay out my feelings. 
Here we I, go. Um, safe place. Here we go. It's a thank you, Brian. It is a safe place. It's not that safe. It's not that safe. I don't like that there's a linebacker living there right now. It makes me feel a little less safe, I'll be honest. But I will say. Wisconsin is still a team where I don't really know what they are yet, right? We, we saw them lose to Washington State in a game that was just meh, right? And we talked about it plenty two weeks ago. Yeah. Last week they respond with a 66-point offensive outburst, and that is something you need to see, and that is a great way to warm up for a team like Ohio State. But all jokes aside, this is a huge game for Graham Mertz. If he, and you use the term elevate, Brad, if he can elevate this offense, which is something I would argue he hasn't done a ton of in his tenure as the starting quarterback, but if he can elevate this offense, I give him a heck of a shot. I think 19 and a half points is bananas. Yes. Yeah. I think it's a much closer totally, game yeah. than that. I would totally take us which is the, the current yeah. li- Which is the current line. Ohio State's favored by almost three touchdowns. That's ridiculous. I think that's bananas. Yeah. Right? I think this, in all honesty, is a much closer ball game. Maybe late it gets out of hand. But to you guys' point, Wisconsin's been game planning and thinking about Ohio State, whether or not they're going to admit it, since camp began in early August. This is, this is the date we've all had metaphorically circled on our calendars. So we know it all leads up to this. Barry Alvarez told us earlier this week, if you're going to win the conference, you've got to beat Ohio State. And that starts today. Obviously, you have, likely have to do it twice, but this is a good opportunity to show who the heck you are. I think Wisconsin feels a little disrespected. They haven't been back in the AP poll uh, or really in consideration for it since they lost to Washington State. There's a lot of emotions going into this one. And I, uh, I don't want to pick a fight against a fired-up bucket. I, I totally agree. I think that in order to beat Ohio State, there's a lot that we could get into in the analytics of it. However, it's just all about everybody needs to play their game, their best game, right? Mm-hmm. You can't look around at special teams, offense, defense. In the losses, we look at it and we say, gosh, you know, maybe this side of the ball did well or this position group did well, but, man, this group didn't hold their own. Yeah. we got to have everybody play at their best, and that's just the reality of it. I mean, the Ohio State, they've got – they got players out there. We all know that. I mean, it's it's not something where we don't know who Ohio State is. However, I don't think that they're world world leaders. I don't think no, that they're no, anybody that, not. that not can't be that can't be stunned and shell shocked and then find themselves in a ball game. Yeah. We just gotta come and play and be focused and be dialed in and know that look, this is another team. Yeah. It's no big deal. We got this. And Brad, you were on the team that last beat Ohio State, what was that, twelve years ago? That day? Yeah, well, yeah. boy. Yeah. That was a long time. And one thing we've been alluding to a couple of times now is coming out and punching them in the mouth. You know, that first quarter is going to be very telling for the type of game that we're going to be playing. I mean, you were there 12 years ago. That was the type of game where you had to really come out and go after them from the first snap. That's exactly right. I mean, they, and they were loaded with talent, right? Both sides of the ball. They were first in the country. They were, you know, one of the top teams in the um, uh, in the country that year, obviously. And I don't know. It was one of those things where even in pregame, you could tell that Ohio State swagger and they're, mm-hmm. I don't want to being too negative on Ohio State, but they're kind of the bully of the Big Ten, mm-hmm. right? So Absolutely. when you look at them, they, they kind of take the field knowing that. They kind of take the field thinking that. And I think the quickest way to neutralize a bully is a quick stunt. Yep. And if you can <laughs> you get him before quickly, he gets you. That's yes. right. That's right. We'll see how oh, tough yeah. you I are. I love this. This is getting aggressive. Time out. Brad, were you bullied as a child? Yeah, I mean, I, have, I, have, I know enough tactics how to be a bully, so you can just read the lines on yeah. that one. <laughs> the best way to take down a bully is hit him in the mouth quick. Yep. Mm-hmm. David Gilreath did that in 2010. Sure did. What needs to happen early? Chris, I'll start with you on this uh-huh. one. What needs to happen early tonight for Wisconsin to give themselves a chance in this ballgame? I think that we need a three and out. 
I think that's how we need to start the defensive game. At least defensively, like yeah. that. We need a three, a quick three and out to show them that, man, none of your options are open. I think we need to get the run game established. I think we need to reestablish the line of scrimmage, uh, both on the offensive side of the ball and the defensive side of the ball. But I think the biggest thing about this game is just this team's mindset. Like, how are you going to come out? Like I said, like, you can't get caught up in playing ghosts. You can't get caught up that they're the number three ranked team in the nation because, man, they played Notre Dame. Notre Dame played them tight and well the entire game. Lost by a touchdown. Notre Dame ends up losing to Marshall. Like, in, yeah. you want to tell me that this team was the number five team in the nation coming yeah. in? I think that proves Ohio State isn't the number three na- team in the nation coming in. Mm-hmm. You can't get caught up playing ghost, man. And we talk about starting fast and punching them in the mouth. It can't be a jab. Like, it needs to be an uppercut. It needs to be an uppercut to the mouth. I think Isaac Reno has the ability to pull another David Gillery. There you Gillery go. I'm fired up. That's a good one. In I like shoe, that. Man. I like in that. Shoe. Uh, Colin, you've been legacy game. And, Chris, all week you've been dubbing this week as something. Would you like to share with our audience what exactly you've been calling this week? Ohio State hate week, man. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Exactly I love it. it is, I like man. it. You gotta, first of all, like you're going to go into this stadium. It's tall. They're, they think that they're the bullies. They make you take this long walk to the field. And you have to step out there and say, hey, C.J. Shroud, you're going to have to show us that you're this quarterback that they that they speak of you as. as. Like, we're going to hit you with a lot of different coverages. We're going to force you to beat us. We're not going to give you any layups. Can't have any bust. Like, this is a team where bus will get you killed. Bus will get the momentum. You're in a hostile environment. It's already the world against you. That can get turned up a little bit if you have a big bus, for sure. Wow. I'm amped up. And we got two more hours to go. We're with you all the way until 630. Very positive first segment. Yeah, it really was. It really was. So I think we just stop it there. But first, I'm (laughs) going to tell you about the big trailers and the big opportunities available at Stoughton Trailers. Stoughton Trailers in their 60th year. They've made a lot of trailers, but their customers want more. Currently hiring for first and second shift opportunities at their Evansville Broadhead and Stoughton locations, assemblers, welders, forklift drivers, and more. New hire pay rates, too. Go to their website, stowjobs.com. That's stojobs.com to see available opportunities Stoughton trailers big trailers big opportunities guys I want to talk about bulletin board material next because Barry Alvarez gave us a great insight into it I imagine you both of you who have spent lots of time in the UW locker room have some bulletin board experiences we'll talk about it next as we roll on it's ESPN Wisconsin College game day live from headquarters in Oregon Bucky by billion the countdown to kickoff continues next. You're listening to ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Throws it again, and he's hit and sacked for the second time. This time it's Chris Orr, the senior from DeSoto, Texas. ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day rolling on live from headquarters in Oregon as we get you ready for Wisconsin at Ohio State, the first road game of the season for the Badgers and the first conference game of the season. For the Badgers, 19.5-point underdogs. Woof. But as Chris Orr says, Bucky. By a billion. Bucky by a billion. Alex Strofe. <laughs> Colin Russo, former Badgers, Chris Orr, Brad Norman with you until 6.30 as we lead you right up to kickoff. We'll be with you immediately after the game as well. Guys, I wanted to talk bulletin board material because uh, I'll be honest, I always kind of thought that was like a myth, but it's real. Oh, yeah. So, so Chris, I know how fired up you get, man. Mm-hmm. You're, you're a fired up dude. 
Did you read the tweets? Did you read the articles? Did you know what people were saying about you going into every game? Oh, yeah, I did all of that. I did all of that. That's something that you're always taught to ignore. Like, we always talk about ignoring the noise. But um, I just ignore the positive noise. You know, when it's negative, I like to see who said it. I like to see if their coach says something, if one of their players says something wildly disrespectful. Like, um, I want to say my last year, Michigan called us like their little brothers or something like that, and then we ended up whooping them like <laughs> 38 to 14 or something whooping like that. Them. And, no, no, I, I definitely take those to heart. I think that that's something that you can use for sure to fuel you. And I think it's something that you can tell to your team, like, hey, look at this. Like, they're not even taking you serious. Like, you're, you're literally putting in throughout the week at least 40 hours of work, and they think that you're a game. They think you're a joke. They think they're going to be out by the third quarter. They think you're going to roll over and lay over for them. But using that bulletin board material is something that can keep resonating in the minds throughout the entire game. Brad, how about you? What, did, did you read the, the, the negative comments? Did you read into the opponent at all? Was that something you believed in when you were playing? Well, for me personally, I didn't really engage much in that. First of all, they're not really – taking personal <laughs> shots at the punter, at right? The special so, team. That's, right, that's right. I mean, yeah, if, if they knew what was coming for them, they would. <laughs> However, I could always catch them by surprise, right? right? right the theme of the day. And um, so, I mean, me personally, I had a pretty strict routine throughout the week, and it didn't really involve social media. However, most teams that I was on, including the Brett Bielema-led Wisconsin team, which we'll probably get into next week, bulletin board material quotes from media coaches players it was made pretty available it was talked about in meetings it was put literally in our locker rooms and there's no shortage of it to be quite honest with you right. i mean there is no shortage of it and i mean the media is talking always about having to take and man when their players or coaches say something that's when it yeah. really becomes personal oh yeah. oh yeah and i think the worst part about it the the part that fires up the team the most is some sort of character shot, right? Where it's sort of like, I remember one time playing in Carolina. Yeah. My first year there, we weren't very good, right? We steadily got better during my time there. But my first year, we were like way out of the playoffs by like, you know, middle of December. And there were already media guys talking about how Carolina has checked out. There was one that said basically the private planes are already fueled up and geared, oh. ready to leave to take these like oh. uh, these rich players that don't give it, you know, don't give a darn all to their off-season homes. And and Coach Rivera put that on the screen, and we rattled off I think like three wins, like wow. to finish out because it was like. They don't know us at all. Yeah. Like you yeah. know, we're professional football players, yeah. and we're putting the time in. We're we, they don't see what Chris is talking mm-hmm. about. They don't see all the work behind the scenes. Like you are really putting and sacrificing a lot to be playing that game, and you take it more seriously than they take it. I promise you that. So when a character shot, that's a shot to your character right there. That's when you really take it personally, and that's more than just a little bit of fuel on the fire. That stays with you, and then the hard moments, you're like, people think about me like that. I'm not going to let that happen. Yep. That's fascinating. Thanks for the look inside. Brad Nortman, Chris Orr, both former Badgers, also both former Carolina Panthers. As yeah, that's uh, right. We've talked Carolina about Panthers. Let's go. Uh, Brad, also a former Jacksonville Jaguar. Colin Russo, the fourth member of our panel. Uh, maybe the biggest Jacksonville Jaguar fan ever. I don't really understand why. But I'll take it. I'll take the Midwest. I'll, I'll settle for the, the biggest one in the well, Midwest. I, I, uh, off, <laughs> this was an off-the-record conversation, but I want to bring it on the record. The first time you met Brad Nortman, you mm-hmm. walked up to him and said, Brad, i got to tell you something. 
I'm the biggest Jacksonville Jaguars fan you'll meet in 60 miles of here. <laughs> true or false? True. True. Very true. Absolutely happened. Colin Russo, Chris Orr, Brad Norman, Alex Grove with you. From headquarters in Oregon, it's ESPN Wisconsin College game day. Hey, Barry Alvarez joined the Great Dane Huddle driven by Metro Kia earlier this week. You can hear that Mondays from 6 to 7 here on 100.5 ESPN in Madison. And he uh, had this to say about building the program to beat teams like Ohio State. I'd, I'd convince my guys that I'd say we haven't prepared for Ohio State just this week. We've been working on them the entire year. Every, every lift that we have, there's a way that we build our program to beat Ohio State. Because if you have to win the league, you have to beat Ohio State. That's Barry Alvarez earlier this week on the Great Dane Huddle, driven by Metro Kia. Colin, I'll actually start with you on this one. You think fundamentally the program is still building in directions to beat teams like Ohio State. Is that something you think that is still happening at the University of Wisconsin? I do, and I think that if you want to become like sort of, not the blue blood, but like the Big Ten, the, the team to beat, there's a team ahead of you, and it's Ohio State. It's the team that always gets the fours and five stars. It's the team that gets the top quarterback ranked in the nation coming to their school. It's the team that gets all these nationally televised games. This is the, that's the Big Ten poster boy, is Ohio State. And if you want to be Wisconsin, which is known as more of sort of like a localized school in terms of who they get and who they play and who the guys that are on their roster, if you want to jump up to them, you've got to beat them. And since we haven't beaten them in forever, the idea that their whole season is kind of building to beat Ohio State, that's completely true. I think these last three weeks, and the coaches in the back of their minds and the players in the back of their minds, even, you talk about week by week, you got to win, you got to win, you got to win. But in the back of their minds, they're thinking, we got Columbus in three weeks. Brad, we got Columbus in two weeks. Brad, do you agree with that? I do. I think if you look back even from when I started, I mean, way before I even showed up on the scene in 08 to 2012, then during my time and since then, there's a revolving door of two, three top-tier Big Ten teams at any given time, right? My year, it was Ohio State and Michigan State and Wisconsin. Iowa a little bit. You fast forward five years and, you know, there's a, there's a few different cast of characters that are up there, but man, oh man, Michigan's up there and but, man, every time it's Ohio State, right? I mean, the other two or three might change over. Bucky might be in it for a couple yeah. of years, right? But then they might fall out, replaced by another. Ohio State is always in that conversation. So I think if you're not thinking about it, you have to own your identity, right? You have to know who you are. You have to recruit to who you are. And you have to stay true to the culture of your team. You're not trying to replicate Ohio State. However, you are with your sights set on Ohio State, focusing on how we can be top-tier Big Ten. Well said. Chris, I, I want to ask you something a little bit different, and that would be, uh, you know, obviously you're still very heavily involved with the program. You know mm -hmm. Coach Chris really well, obviously. Coach Leonard, you both played for him and now uh, work with him. He had a message earlier this week to the team that essentially was, if you guys accept this is a big game, mm -hmm. everything will slow down for you. This is not your average game. This right. is much different than the other games we've played this year. What would you make of that message, and how do you think the players reacted to that message? I think it's important. I think they took it really well. I mean, these are the games that you grow up watching. You know, you gather around the fireplace and the TV with your family, you know, dreaming about being in these games. But also, like, it's a program-defining game. I mean, it's, it's career-changing for a lot of these guys. Like, man, I was telling some of the guys, like, man, you can go from beating Ohio State. People are going to say that you're a less talented team than some of the teams that we had here in the past. And you're the team that was actually able to pull it off, one. Two, they all like to say all these guys are NFL guys. You want to play in the NFL. You want to get drafted and go perform well and beat 
and it's going to help you tremendously. So I think that's a, I mean, that's a message that you definitely think about your entire time here. Like Coach Leonard, what he said was important. I think it was yeah. needed to be said. I think it's a mistake when you go into big games and try to say it's just another football game because all football games hold different yeah. weight. While it's a conference game, ranked game, and away game, they all mean something different. So accepting that will help you be calm with a clear mind so you can go out there and make plays. Well, and I think that it's – it's right to accept it. It's right mm-hmm. to welcome it, oh, right? Yeah. If you go out there and you try to make it feel like it's just some other game, oh, I think yeah. you're gonna your head's going to be spinning pretty yeah. quickly. You welcome it. You accept it. And to be quite honest, if there's a game that you can quickly change the national narrative oh, and, yeah. and make up for two weeks ago, mm-hmm. this is it. I mean, this is one of the primetime games. I mean, we know people all over the country that are watching. We got some friends in Jacksonville that are watching. What up, friends from Jacksonville? <laughs> you know who you are. There we go. So, <laughs> I mean, this, weekend for us this is all – that's right. This, this is – this is a game that many eyes will be on the television. Mm-hmm. So if you are looking for a highly viewed, conspicuous, culture-defining win, this is it. The Washington State game is kind of a quiet loss, to be quite honest. Oh, yeah. Big yeah. in Wisconsin, oh, quiet yeah. on the national level. This yep. could be a big, loud national win. It changes the trajectory of your program this mm-hmm. year, if you're able to pull this win off. Yep. And we know how big the stakes are today in Columbus, Ohio. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day, brewed by Coors Light. And presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, also fueled by Mountain Dew. I've uh, I've got almost one down. I'm sure I'll have two or three more down. Do the Dew. Uh, also try Mountain Dew Zero Sugar. It's all the Dew, but Zero the Sugar. Mountain Dew, Do the Dew. I want to talk some matchups next, right? What matchups intrigue you guys? Uh, but first, quick note: injury update. Ohio State will be it without wide receiver Jackson Smith and Jigba. Wow. He is out of Told this you. game. Told so. You should see Colin Russo's face right now. He's <laughs> Chris, Chris, Chris and I were talking pregame, and I thought yeah. all three of them were going to be healthy, and Julian uh-huh. Fleming, uh, Marvin Harris, and Smith and Jibba. And he said he's, Smith and Jibba's not healthy. If he's going to be out there, he'll be a decoy. He's not even playing, so not that's ready. a big one. No he's decoy even. Yeah. Not even a decoy. Let's talk matchups next. We'll also get a college football scoreboard update. All still ahead. We're with you until 630 live from headquarters in Oregon. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. The countdown to kickoff continues next. You're listening to ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. The name of this song is The Pretender. Are the Ohio State Buckeyes pretenders? Big pretenders. Whoa. 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 Okay, Whoa. I knew Chris would take that. I knew Chris Front would take runners. that. Run. Take the bait, Chris. It's <laughs> ESPN Wisconsin Front College runners. Game Day. We're brewed by Coors Light, presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. We're live at headquarters in Oregon as we party on, getting ready for the big one tonight. I've been looking forward to this game for uh, about nine and a half months, I think it's been. <laughs> It's a big one. It's a big one. Hey, Canopy Wealth Management believes community is everything, and they are constantly working towards the betterment of our community. That's why they partnered with Gilda's Club, the Madison Capitals, Kids from Wisconsin, and JDRF at Canopy. Their clients' financial goals are something they're constantly striving to help reach maximum potential, which is why they work solely in your best interest. You define your goals, and they work towards making them happen with their comprehensive financial planning. Go to canopy-wealth.com to get started with Canopy Wealth Management today. Stuck matchups, shall we? Um, obviously, a lot of intriguing ones, right? Obviously, defensive backs versus wide receivers. We've got the trenches battle on both sides of the ball, which is super intriguing. So I ask each of you this. What is the matchup you're most looking forward to seeing today? Who wants to start? I'll, I'll, I'll leave it wide open to any of you. 
I'll start. There Let's you do go, it. Chris. Let's do it. I think the one that I'm most intrigued about is honestly just Graham against this defensive backfield, to be honest. I think that has the chance to be the biggest impact on this game. I think that everywhere else that we're pretty neck and neck, but I do have a lot of dubs in our favor. Like, I think our offensive line is better than our defensive line. I think our defensive line is better than their offensive line. Um, I think our backers match up well with their backs, maybe give their backs a slight edge. But I think our backers match up well. I don't think that's something that's a big disparity. I think our receivers, I like them over their DBs. Like, hey, man, the Badgers are going to be rolling, man. I've been watching film. And these guys are front runners. (laughs) This is a front running. I'm not going to come at their program like that. But they are front runners. (laughs) They are front runners, man. It's a reason why, okay, they win the Big Ten. But they never do anything after that. As much as people talk about us and our program and say, oh, we get to the Big Ten Championship, at least in recent years, and we lose, this team wins the Big Ten Championship and loses. Like, they have a lot of losses on their record. They lose to Purdue every year almost that they play down in uh, (laughs) West Lafayette. Like, come on now. They're beatable. Come on now. Hashtag Ohio State, hate week, hashtag Grammar's legacy game. (laughs) Colin Russo, matchup you're most intrigued by. One thing that I've been always been – you always see this when you ask people breaking down this game. It's what do we need to do to win? And everybody says win in the trenches, right? So I think our offensive line versus their front seven is going to be the key to the game. And I'm think, saying this, even though Jack Nelson, our starting left tackle, is not going to play today. So you're going to have Nolan Rucci, the five-star stud prospect that we got last year, who's I believe a redshirt freshman, and a slide right in there and at left tackle. This is not only for him, but for the rest of the line. The right side of the line has had question marks all year. Sure I think the key to Graham Mertz playing well is – when he plays great, he's protected. Mm-hmm. And it's when he starts to get a little pressure around him that he really starts to kind of rush through his reads. I think if you keep him and you give him enough time, and that's not even considering how you got to get the run gaming opening up. The run game's going to open up the play action. It's going to keep Mertz protected. As long as the offensive line can hold their own against this front seven, which is solid but not as good as they've always been. Yep. If they could hold their own and Graham can be comfortable and the running game can get going, I think this game is for the taking. I love it. I love it. Colin Russo, Alex Drove, former Badgers Chris Orr, Brad Nortman with you here on ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. It's Brad Nortman's turn. What's the most intriguing matchup to you, Brad? Those are great answers. Uh, there's no shortage of great matchups in this game. My matchup I'm most excited for is the Badgers defense against Ohio State offense, particularly the pressure that we get on C.J. Stroud. Mm-hmm. So our defensive line, our linebackers in blitz, and and just the way that Jim Leonard will dial up those blitzes. I just love watching this defense. Don't you just love watching yeah. the Wisconsin oh, yeah. defense? I mean, Chris, obviously, oh, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. You love yeah. it. I loved watching you <laughs> when you were playing. And the, the, the amount of intensity, hard-hitting, speed, reckless abandon, I love watching this defense. I love I love the tone Jim Leonard sets. I love the way that in and just and crack skulls. I mean, to be quite honest. So I, I'm excited to see the way that we pressure them. We get their offense uncomfortable. Bill Belichick always is about taking away the other team's yeah. strength. Let's take away their strength and then see how well you That's a fascinating answer, Brad. And, you know, I, I, I was thinking while you were answering that, Leo Chanel had a breakout game last year. It was against Purdue. When Purdue was ranked, he went in there and won. And... I think this is the perfect opportunity for Nick Herbeg to be viewed as one of the best linebackers in the country. If he can have a breakout game to help this Wisconsin defense pressure, as you mentioned, C.J. Stroud, and Chris, you mentioned earlier, it's a guy that hasn't been hit a lot this year, mm-hmm. C.J. Stroud, the quarterback of Ohio State. If Nick Herbeg can be a disruptor, I think that changes this game entirely. I think he's the one guy defensively that could spin this game on its head. Yeah, for sure. I agree. I think Nick and Keanu. I think that if whoever starts it first, 
I think it's going to help the latter even more. You know, if Keanu can push the pocket from the inside, that's going to start developing some layups for Nick. If Nick can draw a lot of attention, it's going to set up the rest of the defense, just like Brad was talking about. We bring a lot of different pressures. You have no idea who's coming. And we talk about Ohio State being the bullies, but we try and play bully ball defense, man. We're going to stop the run. You're not going to move the ball an inch in the run game. And then on third down, we don't even worry about the coverage necessarily because we feel like we're going to go hit your quarterback. We're going to hit the guy with the ball, and everything is going to be good, man. That's the reason why we're a top defense in the nation. Keanu needs to be a space eater today. Keanu needs to take up more than one hand, and then you get those solo uh, one-on-one matchups on the outside. That's exactly what you need to get to uh, CJ Stroud. You talk about Ohio State, and, you know, I feel like they so often are the team that, like, gosh, we don't want to go play them, right? Mm -hmm. I feel like Wisconsin's defense, when I watch them on film, when I used to watch other defenses like that, when I was on the Jacksonville team mm-hmm. in 2017. Saxonville. Our, Saxonville, that's yeah. right. Our, um, our our Panther teams. Man, when you have a defense that other teams are like, I just don't want to play them. You watch them on film, and you're like, I don't want to go out there and play them. Man, what a psychological advantage. I'm banning Jacksonville Jaguars, not the rest <laughs> nope. of the program. No, we're going to circle back a couple more times. I, I have not seen Colin Russo smile the way he did when he said Saxonville. This is unbelievable. I love that Jacksonville defense. Man. Oh, yeah. I was a big fan. I was a fan of the All right, so that band lasted six, like six seconds? Six pro bowlers, four, four guys who had the first and second team all pro. That team was something. They were a couple plays away from beating the Patriots and going on to play the Eagles in the Can we Super talk Bowl? about the Badgers and Ohio State players? <laughs> <laughs> All right, pretty sure none of those players are playing Miles Jack was not down. You could ask that, Brad. He was right, right there. That's he right. was not down in that fumble recovery in that fourth quarter. <sighs> Goodness gracious. Just just yes, I still think about it. <laughs> Dream about it. I still Nightmares. wake up in a cold sweat. TSPN <laughs> <laughs> Wisconsin College game day. Excuse me. ESPN Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> 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 I don't know what the hell we're doing. We're live at headquarters in Oregon getting you ready for this big matchup. Chris Orr feeling really, really, really confident about the, the opportunity today. The crew at headquarters loves Chris Orr. Yeah, yeah. You're feeling even more confident. Oh, yeah. And I, <laughs> love the Badgers. I love the Badgers today. Bet the house on the Badgers. You'll, you'll have somewhere to sleep tonight, man. You're good. <laughs> if you want people at your gathering to say it's the best party they ever attended contact celebrations entertainment today jeffrey and his team will have you hooked up whether it's photo booths whether it's djs whether it's mcs whether it's auctioneers and all the in-between celebrations entertainment has everything that you will need for your guests to say it was the best party ever go to celebrationsentertainment.com for more information on celebrations entertainment We've come up with some questions. We'll ask these three goofballs about them next. We'll play some good call, bad call. It's coming up next. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. The countdown to kickoff continues next. You're listening to ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Wisconsin College Game Day rolling on live from headquarters in Oregon as we get you ready for Wisconsin. Unranked, underappreciated, disrespected Chris Orr. Oh, yeah. Taking on the third nationally ranked Ohio State Buckeyes at the Horseshoe in Columbus, Ohio. Alex Strofe, Colin Russo, former Badgers Chris Orr, Brad Norton with you until 630 Tonight, it is time to get into my favorite game. We play each and every pregame. It's time to play a little good call, bad call. Good call. Good 
call. Or bad call. I got a bad feeling about this. On ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day is brought to you by Gruber Law Offices. One call, that's all. Yeah, it is time to play some good call, bad call. I've got some questions. I'll throw them at Colin, Chris, and Brad. They will respond by telling me whether it is a good call or a bad call. Very simple, very self-explanatory. Let's start with number one. Uh, Between Albert Pujols, who hit his 700th career home run last night, and Aaron Judge, who hit his 60th home run earlier this week, uh, they've got me thinking about records. Good call, bad call. No one will ever break Ron Dane's 7,125-yard rushing record, including, of course, the bowl games. Nobody will ever break it. Colin Russo, we'll start with you. I can't see anybody breaking that. I feel like that's just not really how they treat that position anymore. You know what I mean? I feel like they don't necessarily... JT was as close as you'd expect, yeah. like, you know, as somebody who's just going to get the ball 30 times a game. I have a feeling, like, committee's the thing, the kind of the new wave of how they kind of treat it. I feel like that's just not going to be prioritized if you're a team one or two as a player. I feel like committees are better for your bodies and the whole thing like that. That's what I would say. So you say good call. Yeah, I think good call. That's not going to be broken. Chris Orr, good yeah, call, bad call. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's a good call. I think that's, man, that's a lot of rushing yards. Yeah, it sure is. Moving away Especially from in- Could you imagine playing a back like that? Oh, yeah, that'd be fun, man. Those oh. are the best backs to play against. Them big backs are just going to try to run you over all game. Like, I love it. You love a good challenge? Oh, yeah, it's just a war of attrition. They're all, I hate playing the uh, real little ones that you don't know what he's going to do. The elusive ones? Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> he's annoying and doing yeah. too many moves. Like. So I know who was not a Darren Sproles fan yeah. growing up. No, oh. I would not have wanted to play against Darren Sproles. No, right. definitely They're not. Painful. <laughs> Brad, good call, bad call. A uh, good call for me. I just think there's so many things that are moving away from the yeah. focal running game. I also think that – think about what you need. Even if it was a focus, you need uh, – a four-year starter. Mm-hmm. So you need a guy coming in right away, being incredibly productive, staying healthy throughout your whole career, yep. and no one coming in to do running back by committee. I just don't see it happening. I, I do this radio thing every day, so I, I love when I talk about or I reminisce on some of the weird stories that happened earlier this year. One of the weirder stories of the summer was when Ohio State University filed the trademark yeah. for the word the. Mm-hmm. Good call, bad call. A university that files a trademark for the most used word in the English language loses all credibility. Colin Russo, we start with you. Yeah, it's a good call. They completely lose. That's a joke. Like they make. How that, can you trademark the word the, the? You can't. It's used in everything. Like it's it, like how do you even like decide whether somebody's actually like you could go after them for the trademark? I don't. I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense. This is the ESPN Wisconsin College. <laughs> Do we have to pay Ohio, the Ohio State money now Apparently. because the is included? Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. Might get a suit. My bad, guys. Chris Moore, <laughs> call, bad call. Man, I, I hate it. It's pretentious. I hate it. I think it's pretentious. Yeah. Yeah. It just feeds into, like, how arrogant they think, you know, as a, as a university. How highly of yourself do you have to think to file a trademark yeah. for the word the? You're trying to pump yourself up and, like, nobody calls you the Ohio State University. They just call you Ohio State University. Nobody calls you that except for yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, man. Is there anything below bad call? <laughs> I mean, what, what you below that? I mean, it's like it's so below bad call. It almost works its way back up <laughs> to be an incredibly great call because it's such a flex. <laughs> it is such a flex to be able to do that. No, it's so, not. I mean, it's, no, it's, it's not. It is it's such it, a. We it, think like, way like too highly of ourselves. It. Yeah, it's oh. uh, it is a it's a flex, but it's a terrible call. If if you were kind of borderline, like I don't know, I don't know if I like Ohio State very much. That probably sent you over the edge. Yeah. Like, well, 
can't get behind that. Let's reverse the order with two left. Brad, we'll start with you. Good call, bad call. This is the biggest game, the biggest game. See what he did there? In no. Graham Mertz's career. Good call, bad call. It is to this point, absolutely. Um, I hope that he has more bigger games going forward, but I can't think of a game that is bigger up till this point, not even close. And if, if he plays well, if he elevates himself, if he elevates the people around him, there's a chance for bigger. But if, if he looks back, if we look back at his career, his four years, five years, whatever it might be at Wisconsin, this will probably be the biggest game. The, biggest the, game. the biggest game of his career. I'd say good call. The biggest game trademark. Chris Orr, good call I back. Agree. Call. I think it's a good call. I mean, it's definitely the biggest game of his career up until this point, even though he's he's been involved in some big games. Like, man, he's, he was redshirted, but he's been in – some big environments. He's been in the Big Ten Championship. He's been in the Rose Bowl. Like, he's been in those scenarios before, for sure. But this is definitely the biggest game of his uh, playing career, without a doubt. Do you need to answer this one, Colin? I, compl I completely agree with him. And it's also a good thing. It's a good opportunity for him to kind of, you know, he's had a lot of negative negativity yeah, surrounding right. how he is as a player and a person and a leader. This is the opportunity to completely change that. Mm -hmm. And what better opportunity than beating Ohio State or competing with Ohio State very competitively at the shoe, potentially winning, that would turn around everybody oh, like yeah. that. If you were the first team in 12 years to do it, and you were the guy, the upperclassman, the quarterback who elevated the offense, like Brad said, this is the opportunity to do it, really turn everybody around. <sighs> Hashtag. Graham Mertz legacy game. Hashtag. Ohio State hate week. <laughs> we need to, me and you need to come up with a hashtag, I think, Brad. Bull, bully B-Town? Hashtag Bully, bully B-Town. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah. I'm all by myself then, I guess. I'll come up with a hashtag uh, eventually. All right, last one for you guys. Good call, bad call. Brad, we'll start with you again. Ohio State, the most infuriating school in the Big Ten. Mm. That's, a, that's a tough one because there are some other infuriating teams. I would have to say good call. There are other teams that are in the conversation that you, you dislike just as much, but it's just the certain sense that, um, and there's truth laced in it, right, that they are sort of in a category of themselves, so much so that I feel like, seriously, yeah. right? I think that's the real root of it. They've earned respect. They're a great team and a great program. Totally get it. However, I feel like a little bit of a disrespect being a Wisconsin program. And so because of that, because of that posture and kind of how I feel like we're viewed sometimes, um, yes. And then you throw on the Ohio State University. <laughs> yeah, it becomes even the. More infuriating. Oh, I know Chris Orr's answer, but I'm going to throw it to you anyway. Most infuriating college in the Big Ten, good call? I say good call. I think everybody in the Big Ten feels that way because, you know, preseason or throughout the season, everybody automatically gives the Big Ten to Ohio State. They think that they're going to represent the Big Ten in the college football playoffs. So I think – as a conference, everybody wants to dethrone them. Everybody wants to be uh, rotating, which will make us a more competitive conference. So I think good call. I'm going to flip here. I'm going to go bad call. Ooh. And you know what? I'm not thinking that Ohio State's infuriating. But like, like Brad said, they've earned the respect they kind of have because they've always been great. Mm -hmm. I think a team that thinks they're in the, at the upper echelon of the teams that, that they actually really aren't, I think Michigan yeah, I before this year Michigan. was a good example. Agreed. I think before last year, they were great last year. I think they were always a team that thought they were like the Ohio State equivalent, and they never were, and they never stopped talking about how they were. Uh, Harbaugh's a good coach, and you know what? Before that great year last year, he was a guy that sort of Michigan. I was a guy that they're infuriating to deal with. They're kind of similar to us. They're kind of that middle, high, upper high, middle program that's always pretty solid, and 
they always think they're better than they are. Last year they were great. I think Michigan's very infuriating. Real quick side note, Jim Harbaugh's uh, fashion sense. Uh, the khakis are a good look. Good, good call, bad call, Kyle. I think it's his thing, so I'm okay with it. I like it. I like it. It's ESPN <laughs> Wisconsin College game. We're live at headquarters in Oregon. We are outfitted by Iron Jock. Iron Jock is phenomenal. they got the no-stink technology. You can wear it 60 times, and it will never have odor in it. It's amazing. Uh, great for work and actual wear. Great for all the in-betweens. And you can even get 20% off an order of $50 or more on their website, ironjoc.com. Use code ESPN20, ESPN20, and ironjock.com, ironjoc.com for Iron Jock. Oh, baby, just about an hour away from kickoff, Wisconsin, Ohio State. We continue to gear up for it next right here on ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. The countdown to kickoff continues next. You're listening to ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. 